0: Hi there, it's Ginger Bell. It is Friday, March 20th, and this message is for Flatten the Curve, Not the Spirit video series we started. Uh, Just an update, uh, yesterday, Thursday, California announced that they would uh, require everyone to stay in place, and we have currently about 10,000 cases in the U.S., 150 deaths and we are all working just to keep each other safe. So I hope you enjoy this weekend with my friend, Eddie Perez, as he shares some of his insight into staying positive. Have a good weekend. We will drop another video on Monday, and let's all work to flatten the curve, not the spirit. Hey there, it's Ginger Bell, founder of Edgy Marketing and The Mortgage List, and I am here on an episode of a brand new show that we've started March 2020 that we're calling flatten the curve not the spirit and (laughs) the whole idea in putting this together is to make it through the uh, pandemic that we're in the middle of and uh, see to the other side and focus on being positive. And there's no one more positive that I know of in the industry than uh, our time. friend, Mr. Eddie Perez. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> glad to have you on here. And you're back in Atlanta. I just saw you a couple of weeks ago in Atlanta. So uh, mm-hmm. glad to see you again. But, uh, you know, one of the things, and the reason I started this is because. You know, there's a lot of great leaders like you who are very involved in our industry. I know you're very involved with MBA and Mortgage Action Alliance and, of course, all that you do with EPM and uh, sending your messages out there. So I just wanted to be able to have a conversation with you to be able to share with everyone about what you're doing um, and what they can do to be able to stay positive through this wild and crazy time. So, so just starting with that, number one, hey, what are you doing to stay positive?
1: nothing that you do is going to change that's that's i think when people realize that you yourself are not going to change the trajectory of the coronavirus in the sense of it's not going to go away i think we all if we could would have a magic wand to end it right now yeah not so i think you take the the thing about being positive is you take an education stance not a lecturing type education stance but just a hey here are five tips like we're rolling out to the team, you know, some research showed that staying hydrated is the best thing you can do because water, if you stay very hydrated, water will push it into your stomach and then the virus is dead. Take your vitamins, in particular A, D, C, and zinc. Those are good things. Take some multivitamins. Yep. Eat healthy, as, as, as crazy as it sounds, things that will keep your immune system, um, especially carbohydrates, sugar, and all that kind of feed all these sicknesses. So to stay off some of that, Eat your greens at this point, basically, is what's saying. Right. Keep a little bit of some social distancing. You know, look, I'm a very extroverted person. I'm a guy that likes to give hugs, high fives, have fun. You know, it's been a struggle for me, but it's one of those. I'm not worried if I get it because I think, you know, when you look at the statistics at my age and how I try to keep myself healthy, I'd do okay. It's my mother's 83. I don't want to be a carrier that didn't affect me and then it gets to her and kills her exactly Uh, no different than one thing that we did here as an organization was our receptionist was pregnant now she's young but it's one of those things you know could you live with yourself as a leader as an organization if somebody pregnant somebody that was pre exposed in your company came in so we just basically said look since you can't do your job from home because you're the receptionist and you take care of stuff go home rest for the next six weeks and uh you you don't have to worry about pay because i know that she's she's young her her and her husband they're only in their early 20s don't worry about it don't stress but go deliver your child and make sure it's okay because i know as a leader i couldn't live with myself if somebody brought it here
0: exactly yeah and those are kind of things you know and taking care of your team with your people with your child whatever you call them to to make sure that you're doing that and and it's not just a matter of taking care of your team um you know for those people that are a part of you know your organization but your team as far as your community and you know you're very good at that and making sure that people are okay and i know you check in on people all the time you send messages all the time and you know just to check in so it's important to be able to do that to check in
1: with people yeah and and one video that i saw today that anthony casa had with Barry, Habib, he said something, it was like around the 10 or 12 minute mark, he goes, we really need to be kind to each other during this time, yeah. especially from this industry, you know, we have huge volume that's coming in, we don't know exactly what's going to happen, the warehouse banks, some of them having challenges, some mortgage companies are having huge challenges because they're having huge margin calls, and the originators have to really understand that there aren't people gouging, there aren't people doing this, yes, some lenders rose interest rates, but they had to. What are they right. going to do? Keep taking volume and then never close your loan? Then how big of an a-hole are they for that? Right. You know, you just can't. This is not a, a time to let, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of always the consumer and empowering the consumer, but if the consumer is driving you nuts for something, now is not the time.
0: Right. You know,
1: terms are amazing. You know, it's now you're you're actually going to hear about service that we haven't heard in the last couple of years. That's actually going to be important again. You know, were people prepared?
0: Did mm-hmm. people
1: get their teammates to buy in and work extra hours because that's what's going to prevent you from being 10 days in underwriting to 5. Right. You no. Know, most of the time, you know, 48 hours is is kind of the standard for underwriting, but I'm going to tell you it's probably going to become 5 to 7 days. It's going to be not viewed as bad as it was.
0: Well, and looking at the long term of it too because we're just at the beginning of this this is going to have a serious impact on everything that's happening with our economy. And as an industry, you know, with rates are low, we're going to continue to be busy. Um, I think you had a post out the other day that was, you know, looking to Q4 and saying, okay, you know, we're going to be in this for a while. So it's not a matter of, it's not, you know, it's like, Oh my gosh, it's going to be gone tomorrow. It's like, no, No. we're hoping that uh, the coronavirus is going to be gone tomorrow. Yeah. The
1: coronavirus will, but the effects are going to last for a while. Right. I mean, the Fed slashed interest rates to zero. That doesn't mean your mortgage is at zero. However, there was something very, very crucial that happened. They're buying bonds again, mortgage-backed securities again. That is going to drive interest yeah. rates lower or keep them really low for a while. Because right. what I think people don't understand is 50% of loans can be refinanced right now, 50%. That's $5.3 trillion. On a good year, this industry can handle two and a half to three trillion. On an amazing year, everybody's working to the hill, efficiencies are up. And then you've got refinances about a, another 1.2, 1.5 trillion. There's no way in one year this industry can absorb six, seven trillion dollars. Right. Just impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. So this is going to be around for a while. Um, I think QE4 is gonna last because not only did they say they're gonna buy 200, but they also said that they're not gonna let their portfolio go down. So in other words, loans that get paid off, they're gonna put it back on. So that 200 is a new 200, so there will be no runoff. So they're gonna be buying more as those refinance up, as well as the Fed definitely unlocked a lot of liquidity that had been tied up because of Dodd-Frank. They had to have a 10% threshold of capital that was locking up about 1.2 trillion. That's now been unleashed. So I think you will see a a net effect that's going to last a while, not just low interest rates, but as well as great home buying um, abilities, great cash out. It's just it's in due time. It just people have to be patient right now. And I know it's tough because. You, you turn on the news, you're gonna go crazy. Customers are hitting you up. You know, some customers really think the interest rate's at zero because they heard <laughs> negative <laughs> interest rates over in Europe, but it's it's not here in America. But they're still, like I said to a friend of mine on a post today, dude, they're still extremely low, man. I mean, they are low. I mean quoting anybody high twos to low threes is pretty crazy. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that that whole education part, too, is so important, you know, and thinking about communicating, not just with your team, but what you're doing with your real estate agents and, you know, what you're doing yeah. as far as, you know, just outgoing messages. So looking at how you're doing that, you know, part of the challenge too, you know, your home working virtually, um, you know, if you're a mortgage broker, you're probably hopefully used to being able to do that for some they are some they're not i'm at the
1: office though by the way
0: yeah you're at the office i've (laughs) you have that great view at the office um but you know and part of that so you know talking about that some people have you know opted to go virtual um you know some people haven't opted to go some are doing you know i talked to someone earlier today and they're doing uh flex as far as how many people are in the office And so, you know, it's like on certain days, you know, you're working from home and then other days, you know, and having some of that flexibility, I think is important to be able to do that.
1: No, I I definitely think that, you know, extraordinary times calls for extraordinary measures. Um, And like I said, is this is a lot different. This resembles 08, but this is the other side. 08, they didn't know if there'd be capitalism or an economy left. Right. This one, there's going to be some damage that's done to it, unfortunately. Uh, some of it, I think, a little overboard. Because I'm not saying that this isn't serious. I'm not insensitive. However, you know, H1N1 stars; those were a lot more serious. Right. And you just didn't see as much this time. Now, look, I understand. Oh, well, we've got smarter. Ten years down the road. Hey, I get that to be more cautious. But I, I do think we're going to deliver ourselves some wounds that may, had we gone a little bit slower with everything, may have taken it down. However. There's pandemonium, you yeah. know, with all the media coverage. I mean, it's just I mean, think about it. Nobody can find toilet paper, which I still <laughs> cannot get over and understand that one. Why you can find bread, milk, everything that people joke about, but I have no idea, like um, I mean, I hate to say it, you know, I know this sounds funny, but I even asked, like, does this possibly cause diarrhea or something? And they said no. And no. I'm like, not remotely how not much bed. toilet paper do you need i mean and, and it's wow. not even a cold i mean you know it's really
0: not even a cold so it's not like you're going to need it you know it's funny and um you know I was just in atlanta uh the last couple weeks spent time with you and your team and uh you're um great enough to sponsor uh esports team that came sure. into atlanta from uh, latin america and so thank you for that they, My they got moved into their uh, house and uh, got set up and uh, you know, welcome to the coronavirus, so,
1: um, but. Poor guy's you know, first experience in America and it's the coronavirus. I know, right. <laughs>
0: um, but you know what, they're doing well. They're, they're gonna hopefully start competing, you know, online. That's a great thing about eSports is they can. There's some certain things that need to happen in order for them to be able to do that remotely on a professional level, um, sure. but. You know, I, I left on Atlanta on Friday and got back to Portland Saturday morning, got up to, uh, you know, go pick up a few things cause I'd been gone for a few weeks and eight o'clock on a Saturday morning and there's lines out the door and it's like, yeah, there's no toilet paper. It's like, I, I don't understand. There's like, there was, I, I can send you the pictures. There was like no canned food and there was no chicken breasts. And it's like, well, now this is interesting. What are people buying drinks? like, what? stocking up
1: on (laughs) yeah no it's um i mean look i've seen that some states have shut down restaurants but then they're still allowing you to go pick up food because one of the things i spoke with my wife last night i said look they can't shut down restaurants because i don't know the percentage but i have to imagine restaurants in today's environment have to be probably close to 50 percent of the food supply you know even myself i i eat at home unfortunately sad to say only a couple times
0: right
1: a month at best yeah so when they shut down the restaurants i'm in some pretty big trouble <laughs> so i i you know the governor said he wasn't he was going to let people i mean they did suggest do maybe more pick up and stay in do things of that nature keep a little bit of a distance which i completely understand but i think you just got to be smart about it and yeah. also understand that if you get it let's say the worst thing comes Isolate yourself, quarantine it, but that doesn't mean it's a death sentence. That's what okay. I think a lot of people need to understand is this isn't the bubonic plague. This isn't even you know Spanish flu that killed in the 1900s, 150, 200 million. Okay. Just be very cognizant that I'm not going to say it won't be tough. I mean, I've, I've never, you know, from the handful of times I've gotten the flu in my life, it's never been fun. So I didn't say it's going to be fun, but I, I, I think you can definitely overcome it.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think from the understanding and, you know, we're on behind the curve um, really in, in addressing this um, and in arriving here um, is, you know, looking at places like Italy that just don't have enough supplies. So we're having to make decisions as far as, you know, who gets a respirator and who get, doesn't get the respirator. So I think the number one thing is to make sure that there's resources available. And, uh, you know, and then they'll get through that. But the only thing really that, that we can control is how we react. Sure. And, and that's it. So, you know, what are the three, what, give me three things that, you know, you're talking to somebody, it's like, you know, and, and our kids too, I mean, you've got kids. They're yeah.
1: out of school. And- Oh, oh, this couldn't what, have been what, a better. I mean, they're, they're out for school. like a month.
0: Yeah, but what are they thinking? Because for some kids, you know, my son Blaine goes to school in Ohio he went back on Friday to school, and um, he had called his friends to see if they'd come and pick him up. And they're like, we're not coming to the Detroit airport. It's like, it's the airport. You're just gonna do a drive by and pick him up. And they're like, no, 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 no. And so these are, you know, kids that are in college. So, you know, how about little kids at home? You know, balancing that, because a lot of people are having to deal with that too. So, you know, what are the things that you're telling your kid?
1: you know i'm just telling them to be cognizant you know of the situation definitely wash your hands be careful uh, but take this moment to 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 enjoy because they get 2 weeks off and even though they're going to be doing online learning it's a lot easier than having to go to school and follow through the process
0: right
1: um, i'm just saying look cuz you know my I, my I had my one son that was kind of starting to go there like yeah. was gonna drive himself into a tizzy. I said, look son, it's, it's, I'm not saying that this is good, but what I'm saying is it's not as bad as as H1N1. And I understand that this one can be a little bit more contagious and there's some effects that hit you harder. However, they've basically found almost nothing in kids under 20 years old. And then 20 to 40, if you're in good health, it really is about your health. I mean, I've even told them this is your time to drink more water, right. take your vitamins, eat right. Uh,
0: Extra your, body. Body,
1: your body's like anything else. If it is better prepared, then it can defend easier.
0: Right. And that's it. And that a lot of that begins with your mental stability and your mental health as far as saying, so I'm going to do get up in the morning and work out. So if you're working from home, You know, go for a walk or, you know, go get yourself some, some, you know, dumbbells to do at home or do push-ups or, hey, all those cans of beans that you got at the store. Guess what? You can start lifting those for a while. You know, those kind of things. Start throwing
1: toilet paper in trees. (laughs) That's how how we're going to add value to our house. I saw that mean. How do you add 10,000 to your house? Throw toilet paper in the trees.
0: You're wasting the toilet paper. (laughs) Actually, it was funny, Sue Woodard had posted on uh, Facebook. She, I think she must have managed to get to the store too and found no toilet paper, and she wondered if the box of Kleene- Kleenex would work, and I'm like,
1: that's what I got. Okay, so you have a friend that's funny. A friend of mine said, so there's no toilet paper, but he's like, hey, worst case scenario, he said, I went and got baby wipes loaded to the hill. <laughs> this is why I made a comment on one of the posts I saw. I said, this is when bidets, it would have been perfect. <laughs> where there wouldn't even been a concern at that point.
0: Yeah. Well, there's the next business to get into then. Hey, get the bidet. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, What are you reading right now? Because I know, you know, you, you watch a lot of videos, you listen to a lot of podcasts, and you're very busy. But are you, are you reading anything right now, or would you recommend anything? Yeah, I'm reading
1: The Intentional Legacy. Okay. So it was a book that was recommended online when I talked about the legacy of my parents and my family. And somebody said, I should read it. I just ordered it. And since the family's going to be going down to the beach, uh, with this extended vacation, and I'm going to as be as it's not a lot closed. Hours, Huh?
0: <laughs> as long as it's not closed.
1: Yeah, that's true. As long as it's not closed, which who knows, but they, I'm going to get a lot of time because I'm going to have to be working a lot of hours. I mean, we just canceled our spring break trip not because that they closed it because we were going to go in the Caribbean. I just said, look, in this time of unprecedented times, I have to be here for the troops. Even if I'm just standing here, even if I'm doing videos like this, even if I'm just encouraging them. I've always said as a leader, you can't ask your troops to do half as much as you're willing to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking my underwriters to work more hours, take family time away. I'm asking closers. I'm asking disclosures. I'm asking sales to step in and do a little bit more thorough of a job. I've got to be willing to sacrifice the most as as the president and CEO of the organization i I've got to be doing these things, and that's absolutely. only the right thing to do
0: absolutely and that's what it comes down to is do the right thing
1: always always
0: yep so whatever that is, and you know think about those things in your community that you can do too uh you know it's like if you have a neighbor who uh, you know isn't elder neighbor, maybe can't get out, you know, think about making, you know, something for them to eat and taking it over to them or, you know, giving them groceries
1: for them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pick up their groceries and, uh, you know, just let them know this is our time to really, you know, support each other and help each other and to stick together.
1: I mean, this is definitely a time to be American. Um, And that's one of the things about Americans is, you know, there was a line that I heard today that said, sick together, stick together. So if we're sick together, we're going <laughs> to stick together. Either way, I, I I think that's very true. I mean, I yeah. think that's what makes the, the American spirit and the culture of being an American so different is because we do have that unity and collaboration, even though we have our differences. And I understand through history at times, you know, we've, like anything else, we're human. So we've made mistakes amongst each other. But I will tell you that no American pacifiers it and doesn't take it serious for the next generation and definitely pushes the narrative to try to do better always. Right, I think that's the difference with this country and I think this is definitely a time like, you know, September 11th uh, after the 08 crash. I I mean, I think these are definitely times that we need to come together, collaborate and be more. I don't think this is a time to be decisive and divisive uh, uh, against each other.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's very true I think just the nature of, um, of who you are comes out at a time like this yeah and so you know truly you know reach for the higher and be the higher and that's as an industry who we are so yeah. it's a matter of coming together so one question I have for you and I know you're very involved with the MBA and you're very mm-hmm. involved with AIM and, and a lot of different um, you know agencies and get a lot of communication and so, sure. for our, especially for our broker community who may not be having that access to so much of that information, um, what are you doing to be able to share information with them about what's happening um, and how can they get more of that information?
1: So, I am sitting on some information I can't share yet today because it hasn't been put out there because it's things that the MBA is definitely working on. But, you know, the broker community has to understand that the MBA is definitely there for them. And I know that there's a huge misconception because it stands for the Mortgage Bankers Association. However, like I've always said is the biggest constituency in the Mortgage Bankers Association is not the banks. That's a misconception. It's the independent mortgage banker. And as I saw statistics at the end of last year, 91 percent of loans that were given to the broker community for the consumer came from the independent mortgage banker. Mm. And the independent mortgage banker has seats on the board more than anybody else they have their own executive council so things that are affecting them are definitely on the forefront that's gonna be helping the broker that's out there because the past chairman was chris george of the cmg -hmm. that has a huge broker channel Mm -hmm. and the president not the the next coming president that's uh, susan stewart but the one after christie is the president of mortgage for flagstar that's one of only a couple banks that are left in the space that are lending to the wholesale community, so there's definitely things that they're working on because we definitely have concerns with the VOEs, we have concerns with the notes because the notes have to come back to the lender, and then we have to get it to the warehouse line, so are we gonna run into some capacity issues at some point because of if there's some sort of shutdown? I hope not because I just, I don't think capitalism needs to stop. I understand that it needs to be more aware and maybe more scarce, spread out, and maybe at home, However, we can't stop because I believe the opportunity for the consumer who we're there for is amazing. I mean, I think in six months, the stimulus from the people that are going to buy homes brand new, that they may be able to buy more now because it's less, or save money and spend it somewhere else, or more importantly, the people that you're going to refinance and save them money, I I think is going to be a tremendous stimulation to the economy, and I don't want that to slow down. So the NBA is definitely working on that. You know, there's a concern out there because it's already been started to say that appraisers, because appraisers are in their 60s on average, that's mm-hmm. the average age of an appraiser, yep. they don't want to go into somebody's home exactly. or the consumer doesn't want them to go in yeah, their home. Yeah, I mean, so it goes
0: both ways.
1: There's definitely some reliefs that have been requested and put in play, and we're just waiting to see if it can get done. But w- what I will say is this, you know, the FHFA, FHA, VA, USDA, they, they've they understand that this is, you know, the great thing about our industry is it's bipartisan. Both mm-hmm. political parties genuinely like it. You know, Democratic Party is more for some of the housing initiatives. Republican Party is for less regulation. That works out great when because both sides of the aisles definitely want to make it advantageous for the consumer, and they do not want to affect the consumer. That is the good thing that I can say, that these Regulators do not want the consumers affected. There's processes that go in place, but to the broker community, understand that definitely the Mortgage Bankers Association is fighting and definitely out there talking to everybody. Because I was last week in midwinter when all this was going down, and this right. was only a collection of about 100 to 150 of uh, MBA folks and some of the top lenders in the country and, and, and top influential people in the industry, and we were all talking about what's going on. What are the challenges? What are the pitfalls? People are masterminding together. Like, okay, do you work from home? Do you have those capabilities? How did you pull it off? Um, Because I definitely think the next, some people are saying eight to 12 weeks, I'm gonna say at least four to 12 weeks. Um, There'll be some absolute new norm, which is definitely not the normal.
0: Right, well, and I think it makes us aware too, of maybe, you know, some of the things as far as, as a society that just to be aware of in general and i think it'll be a while before we see that change just as yeah. of the the heightened um you know reaction that we've had to all of this so and you know it'll be a while before travel comes back it'll be a while before you know people feel like you know high-fiving and hugging and you know doing all the stuff that we love to do um, there may
1: be forever a, a slight change there too
0: and maybe a generational thing so yep we never know but um you know the main thing is is stay positive stay informed always uh, and you know look to look to your lenders you know make sure um keep in touch with them check in with them you know make sure and follow them you know you do a lot of great information that's out there on your your linkedin page and your facebook page and the information that goes out so those are kind of things to focus on as well, and uh, and have fun. Don't forget always to, uh, to relax and have fun.
1: I mean, these are good times. I mean, think about it. You know, as as a mortgage professional, you're you're in the process of getting people lower payments. Like I said, refinance or even the house of their dreams all of a sudden got to be less expensive. Maybe that's more dinners with the family. Uh, maybe buying that extra car. Enjoy it. It's a good thing. I understand that right now it's maybe tough, but 08 from those people that were in it and survived yes. it like myself <laughs> that was far worse when volumes were sinking appraisals oh, yeah. were not coming in I mean you used to get a loan sure but then you used to like get the appraisal be like all right okay let me oh <laughs> value it made it or oh my god it only came in five thousand ten thousand short okay I'll be able to close this loan yeah I'm and telling you those, it lasted you know yeah one day out of the news happened. Fannie and Freddie gets these I'm, I'm telling you, it's a lot better of a place today that we sit in and it must be enjoyed. Um, do I think there'll be some headaches with it? Of course, because you can't dump this much volume as well as this challenge without it being it. However, I still think it's a blessing. I still think it's a wonderful opportunity to make sure that consumers are becoming more successful.
0: Absolutely. So Eddie, thank you so much for taking time. I know you are busy and I definitely appreciate your time and all that you do, um, for the industry and for, you know, just keeping us all sane and, and laughing and informed and all this. You gotta have fun with it. Yeah, you gotta gotta have have fun with it. it, I'm starting
1: to call it the blue moon virus that was taken by one of my guys, you know, the Heineken virus, just you know, gotta make it funny, I mean, (laughs) you know, if it's named after, it's not really named after beer, it's Corona is, uh, crown in Spanish and it's it's got a crown on it how the disease looks under a microscope but uh, oh got to have fun you got to keep things you got to keep because you know definitely now more than ever we're going to be spending a lot more time with our work family than our other families. so definitely enjoy the company you keep and and stay positive there's no reason to be negative not living in this country not given so many opportunities
0: absolutely Well, thank you so much Eddie and uh, this has been an episode of flatten the curve and not the spirit